Hello, you are now tuned in to the Self-Awareness Podcast. Hello everyone, um, summer be back, I'm happy to be back, um, been so busy just ad- adjusting to my graduate program. But um, I've been doing some thinking these past couple weeks about what can I talk about in my podcast that I think can be helpful um, as well as not really just adding a different layer to what we talked about in our previous 19 episodes. Um, I was really thinking about how can I elevate. Um, So I'm going to start off this season talking about mindfulness Um, and I really want to focus this season on various different subjects, um, and I really want the main goal of this season um, on the podcast to really be about understanding yourself better. And of course, we discovered that through self-awareness and gaining self-awareness, we can understand ourselves better. And we discovered that um, having self-control and um, developing a purpose, um, self-reflecting, looking at our self-image, that this can all help us increase our self-awareness. But now I really want to hone in on certain aspects of um, just, you know, just life that can hinder us. From becoming more self-aware and what are those certain aspects and when we're faced with these certain aspects how can we um, grow from that and elevate from that and what are some healthy coping mechanisms that we can incorporate that can help us when we're feeling down we're feeling low we're, we're, we're anxious um, we're not happy um, what are some things that we can do to like help ourselves in those moments so that's, this is really the focus of this season. So um, for our introduction, I want to start off with mindfulness. Um, I really, I learned about mindfulness. Um, I honestly been knowing about mindfulness for a while, um, but I just read a, up on it for a class. So it got me thinking like, you know, this is a great starter to uh, the season. So let's go ahead and get started. Alright guys, so welcome to Wellness Wednesday with the Self-Awareness Podcast with your host, Summer B. The path to being able to discover yourself or change your habits all start with you. The Self-Awareness Podcast's purpose is to provide knowledge to achieving a healthy relationship with yourself so you can reach your fullest potential. This podcast is centered around how to convert your subconscious mind to your conscious mind to guide you to become more self-aware. I have special guests, interviews, and more. And for updates and reminders, please follow the podcast Instagram page at Self Aware Podcast and our Facebook page at Self Aware Podcast One. And if you check the description below in this episode, uh, you'll be able to see a website or a link which can link you to the Instagram, the Facebook, the TikTok, the YouTube, as well as the Self Awareness Podcast official website. We're able to see all previous episodes and get a a little transcript 
of what was discussed in each episode. So with that, let's get into the topic for our 20th episode. So like I stated, uh, mindfulness is what we're going to be focused on. As well as, I'm going to, I'm actually going to look at certain maladaptive thinking patterns that contribute to certain feelings and seeing how we can incorporate mindfulness where we're thinking those ways. Um, and particularly, I'm going to be looking at shame, self-criticism, self-doubt, and guilt. Um, so we're going to start off with a quote and um, three questions. Do not dwell on the past. Do not dream in the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. Buddha. And start off with these questions as well. Question one. Is your thinking mainly focused on being in the present? Question two. Are your thoughts consumed with analyzing the past or worrying about the future? And question three. How are you taking care of yourself? So like I said, um, this episode is going to be focused on how can we use mindfulness to eliminate shame self-criticism, self-doubt, and guilt in particularly. Um, and you might be asking yourself, so Summer, what is mindfulness? Um, according to the American Psychological Association, mindfulness means maintaining a moment-by-moment awareness of our thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations, and surrounding environment through a gentle and nurturing, non-judgmental lens. And personally, I kind of define, like, adding on to that, I define mindfulness or just being present or just focusing on the here and now. Um, I've been incorporating mindfulness into my morning routine. Um, I found out a couple days ago that the mornings is in when you wake up in your brain, if you incorporate whatever, like, you first hear or whatever you do, your brain is going to be more sensitive to that information. So I made it into my routine to look at something positive in the morning as well as not rushing myself in the morning. I always used to like wake up on my first alarm and then zoom out the door and just get to the day. But I decided, you know what, I'm going to set my alarm a little bit earlier and I'm going to incorporate mindfulness. And now what I do is I give myself 15 to 20 minutes to either meditate, pray, or just hone in on a certain thought, or just like breathe. Sometimes it's just me breathing. So my alarm goes off, then I'm just sitting there. And sometimes I think about my day. Sometimes I just focus on the positive reinforcement that I just gave myself, which was, you know, looking at a quote, looking at a Bible verse. Um, and then sometimes I just, you know, breathe. I just focusing on my, focusing on my breathing. And I notice I've been only doing this for, um, a week now. Um, but it's helped me remain more cognizant of my emotions and my thoughts throughout the day. Um, and it's really helped with my, like, um, anxiety levels. Like, it's really helped me not worry so much 
Um, it might look different for different people, but you know, I believe mindfulness can just help us be more in tune with where we are now. Um, cause I used to focus a lot on like, sometimes I'll focus on the past for when I was going through my, well, I'm still going through my healing journey, but like when I was really in the beginning of it, I was so focused on the past trying to analyze, okay, how did this develop? And then even before that, I was still focused on the future to figure out, okay, how can I be successful? What can I do? And I just, that whole time period, I'm just kind of thinking back. I'm like, oh, it's a blur because I was, I was never present with where I was then. Like I was always so focused on trying to change myself that to give myself enough grace to develop and be happy for who I was developing into even now like every day is a new opportunity for me to learn how to be more present with myself and with the process I'm going to sort of always focus on what will this happens or when that happens you know um so that's what I believe mindfulness to be so great to incorporate into your daily routine um and particularly helping if you deal with feelings of shame, guilt, self-criticism, or self-doubt. And I'm going to find each so we can be aware of if we're actually going through those things. So guilt is a feeling you get when you did something wrong or perceived that you did something wrong. Shame is a feeling that your whole self is wrong. And it, not, it may not may or may not be related to a particular behavior or event. And self-criticism is a tendency to engage in negative self-evaluation that results in feelings of worthlessness, failure, guilt, when expectations are not met. And it was originally seen as um, a development that was related to depression. Um, and then self-doubt is having the lack of confidence in oneself or one's abilities. And when you're, we're looking at shame, guilt, self-criticism, self-doubt on a lens of you're constantly doing this. Because I think as humans, we're always going to, we're not perfect. Of course, we're going to naturally may come across these feelings and may come across these thinking patterns. But it's when we do this on a consistent, constant basis that it starts to affect us and cause a certain level of stress on our body, whether we're subconsciously or we consciously know it. And according to the Mayo, the Mayo Clinic, I'm going to define and give you some examples of some physiological effects that these type of thinking patterns are just negative thinking, constant negative thinking patterns can have in your body. Alright, so for example, you could have constant headaches, anxiety, um, muscle tension or pain, uh, restlessness, chest pain, lack of motivation or focus, fatigue, feeling overwhelmed, being irritable or angry, um, being sad or depressed, having upset stomach, having constant sleep patterns, I mean sleep problems. Um, either overeating or undereating, having angry outbursts, um, having drug or alcohol misuse, having tobacco—I mean, tobacco use—and social withdrawal or exercising less often. Um, these are just some side effects or having having your body on constant stress and always thinking and um, 
and negative thought patterns. Um, and I have a personal testimony of this. Um, so <laughs> when I was 17, I was getting ready, I was getting ready to apply for college and my undergrad at Kennesaw and for some odd reason I had a 4.2 GPA like I was I was very studious I took school very seriously but I had this crazy thought that I was not going to get into college um and I took the SAT I did average I took the ACT did average um so my mom put me into um ACT school prep and during this time period when I was ACT, ACT school prep I was so stressed because I'm like, if I don't do well on this exam, then I'm not getting into college. They're not going to accept me. Um, so this caused me to develop migraine headaches because I was every day I was worried about it, worried about it. And then I started, I, without me even knowing it, I started to develop migraine headaches. Um, and at the time, I just thought, oh, okay, you know. But then it got to a point where I was having it so often, I went to the doctor and she told me um, to document my not, my headaches, and I still actually have a note of it. Um, and I saved it in my phone, and I looked at it a couple weeks ago, and I saw like I was having headaches, like ten to twelve migraine headaches a day. And then my mom finally told me she's like, "Summer, it might be stress because she was doing my hair, and then she started noticing a part of my hair was falling out. That's how stressed I was, and it all came from." me thinking and being so self I, I honestly think it was just me stressing being so self-critical self myself and having a lot of anxiety about if I was going to get in and I really wish in 2017 I heard about mindfulness I mean it's all good that it happened you know I don't, I don't regret what happened it helped develop um, me as a person but if I could have incorporated being present and mindfulness and developing a healthy coping mechanism to the stress I really do believe that a lot of the physiological systems that symptoms that came from me thinking that way would have either been lowered or not as prevalent and I'm telling you this because if you're going through something similar if you know somebody that's going through something similar this this would be really key to tell them that how you think on a consistent basis, whether you know it or not, could could have effects on your overall body and like how your body responds to sleep and how your body responds to stress. Um, and sometimes your body does this out of, of a way to warn you, or it's like a protect a, a protection to let you know like hey something's wrong something like a mal like a malfunction error for you to fix it and sometimes like we don't know that oh we just need to start fixing this in order to not have this and we just you know we just missed the mark um so it's all about giving yourself grace and figuring out okay what can we what can i do better so i can relieve some of these symptoms um so some action steps that we can do that mindfulness really preaches heavy on is getting regular physical activity, practicing relaxation, uh, relaxation techniques such as deep breathing, um, meditation, yoga, or getting a massage. 
uh, spending time with the people you love the most, your friends or family, um, setting aside times for hobbies, such as reading a book, listening to music, um, and then doing what makes you happy or brings you joy, um, journaling, getting your thoughts out on paper, and also watching your diet because you are what you eat, and um, going on a nature walk, um, and really just any activity that helps you to be present. Because um, being still can be hard, but it takes a lot of practice. Um, and notice, I did not say get on TV or social media because I personally believe that those two activities aren't really being incorporating mindfulness. Because watching TV, you're just kind of distracting yourself. You're entertaining yourself, but it's kind of like it's a distraction. So to me, that's not incorporating mindfulness. Um, and also getting on social media. I feel like social media is actually anxiety-inducing. Um, during this break, I actually took a break off of social media. Um, and particularly, I, t- I took a break off of TikTok. Because I realized, like, it's really anxiety-inducing. Like, seeing, like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Oh my gosh, he or she said this. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So now, I had to change my whole algorithm. Like, after I got, took the break, I had to change my whole algorithm to only watching videos that put a smile on my face. Like, if it, if it had something to do do about something that could, like, send me, you know, just make me fearful, I just had to swipe up, swipe up. <laughs> but I honestly don't get on it that much. Um, and then, also, mindfulness can really just help you regulate and express your emotions a lot better. Because if you start to really understand, like, if you learn how to be present with how are you feeling, and you're able to name that feeling, and you're able to build a habit of that, then it can help you regulate and express your emotions within, when you go through something stressful. Um, and also, like I was saying, like, it can help you develop a better coping strategy to, like, whatever stressful situation that you're going through. Um... It can also help you be less distracted. Um, it helps you sleep better. Breathing is powerful, y'all. I just want to say, breathing is powerful. Um, and also can help you practice self-compassion. And also uh, potentially um, build resilience in certain situations. And that, I'm referencing also, if you want to learn, I'm, I'll, I'll drop this in the description below. But if you also want to learn more about mindfulness and the research behind it, um, it I got this from positivepsychology.com about how, what what are the actual benefits to mindfulness. And this has been researched that the things I just named um, really help people um, with those certain things. And um, also kind of just also want to discuss that It takes practice, like I said, and it's, it's it's not easy. Like, it's really not easy sitting down trying to dissect how you feel about certain things. Because, like, you know, it could be so easy to suppress your emotions or use defense mechanisms. Um, so that's why something I really honed in on was always being honest with yourself. And once you start being honest with yourself, you can really start to uncover, you know, certain things that might be that you might been covering 
covering up. Um, so yeah, I I really want to challenge you to if you're going if you're even if you're not going through anything, even if life is great, I really want to challenge you to at least do some research on mindfulness. Like I really think uh, it can be really key to add into your daily routine, no matter if you're going through um, self criticism, self doubt, shame, or guilt. And if you're this experiencing any of these weird thinking patterns, step one, I want you to give yourself grace and stop being so hard on yourself on understanding that you're human, understanding that whatever position that you're currently in in life, that you're there for a reason, and to just start to appreciate being there and start being more present and trusting your own self, trusting your own abilities, and really figuring out, okay, when I was... Um, when I was happy or in a state of happiness or in a state of joy, um, what helped to, what helped with my confidence levels? What helped me not criticize myself? What helped me not feel shameful or guilty? Um, and then try to incorporate those same, those same healthy coping skills, um, again. Um, and even if you do follow on this negative thinking pattern, you always can bring yourself back to the center you always can bring yourself back to that balance um and sometimes that little voice in your head really is trying to find a answer um or help you change something and sometimes you really just gotta say okay I really need to change my thinking um what can I start feeding myself and like I was telling y'all the mornings are really key the mornings are really key. I highly recommend um, setting, like, say if you get up at 7, you start getting up, like, at 6.50, and don't physically get up, but just sit there, even if you are tired, but just try to sit there and focus on something that will make you happy. It can even be, like, you saying, you know what, I'm going to have a great day, and just breathing. And you can do that for five minutes, and then get up, you know? Like, I think it's so so important to be more in tune with who you are because like when life does like try to come at you you can it's easy to just like okay let me bounce back let me bounce back um and incorporating these healthy coping mechanisms um and I'm going probably like talk more about like healthier ways to cope with like negative thinking um that's something I plan on talking about this season um so yeah, guys, I'm so happy to be back. My program is going well, um, but I am definitely growing, definitely learning, and I'm definitely like in the, I've been trying to really figure out my season in life, and I think I'm just in like in a season of like growing, and this is great. Um, so yeah, um, so like I said, guys, please make sure you check out the Instagram, the Facebook the TikTok, the YouTube, um, and we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. So we're going to close with me asking you these three questions. Again, highly recommend for you to journal, um, reflect, or even just, you know, meditate or just breathe on these questions, um, to really figure out where you are and, um, how you can improve or how you can continue to incorporate healthy ways of thinking within your daily lifestyle. All right, so question one. 
Is your thinking mainly focused on being present? Question two. How are your thoughts? Are your thoughts consumed with analyzing the past or worrying about the future? And question three. How are you taking care of yourself? And we're going to end with this quote. Strength is how you shut off that voice in your head that says, I can't. Emma Zoo. So yeah, guys. Um, the most important thing you can take care of is yourself. So make sure to do something this week and or do something daily that can put a smile on your face that can help you to remain present and really enjoy your current season of life. All right, take take care, guys. See you next time.